Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And at WhitDavis.com. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now joined by Landon Leach. It's QB time. And Landon, let's start with your thoughts about the Arkansas BYU game. No, I'm a little bit like everyone. I'm I'm a little lost on even what we're trying to accomplish on offense right now. Um, you know, there's no rhythm to it, and uh, you know BYU was just daring us to to take some shots on them, and and I don't remember one really all game. Um, they stayed in the single safety high, so it's going to make it a little tougher to run on, run on, and uh, they dared us to beat them with some man coverage, actually quite a bit of man coverage, and. And, uh, you know, instead it seemed like we, uh, you know, we were running some combo routes and things. And, and I just see, uh, you know, a quarterback that's struggling in the offense. Uh, doesn't look comfortable whatsoever. Uh, and, you know, that's one thing that I kind of uh, mentioned in our first call this year was uh, I was a little concerned uh, going from a, a browse, what we call a one-read offense, um, which means, you know, K.J. has, his combination route and he reads one guy and that guy tells him where to go with the football versus reading a, a full field and uh, what I'm seeing is, is we've got guys open especially uh, to drop it off in the, to the backs early on and, and you know allow them to get some yards on first down and we're just not getting through our progressions right now From a protection standpoint do you think on the other hand Landon in order to go deep, that the blocking needs to be better than what it has been to at least allow KJ to set his feet and and be able to throw deep. Well, I'm going to surprise you with something. His average time to throw uh, this year is 2.99 seconds. That's the most in the in the SEC. So uh, really, he's had he's had plenty of time to get rid of the football now. Of course, uh, you know, he's had some heat in his face and, and certain things as we're holding on to the ball so long. But, yes, he's had more time than any other quarterback in the SEC to, to throw the football so far wow. this year. That's surprising. That's very surprising. Does that mean his receivers aren't getting open or he's just not reading them open <clears throat> quick enough? Um, you know, it, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think that we're not creating – I think what uh, – what I'm seeing is we're not creating the separation that he was used to uh, necessarily. In a, I don't know if it's separation is the right word for Browse offense, but he knew based off of, of one place by a defender where he was going to go with the ball, and he knew where to throw him open. I don't feel like he's comfortable right now when a guy's even with someone that he's comfortable with reading the field and getting rid of the ball and throwing them open. And that, that's kind of my feeling right now. Um, and so I think that he's, he's kind of second-guessing himself, and by that time, uh, you know, the hole's closed, and now that's where he's got to get down to his check down and get the ball out of his hands. And uh, we're just, we just haven't progressed to that level yet, and, uh, you know, you're hoping that uh, maybe we can simplify some things and, and get through those progressions a little quicker. One observation, another observation I made, and even though I did not get to stay to the end just listening and I was watching as I was walking on my on my phone. Uh, it seemed like the first three quarters, the offensive line seemed to hold their arm. I mean, they, they seemed to be um, 
they didn't seem to be winded. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Did it seem to you, Landon, in, in the fourth quarter that it was kind of the opposite way around? It was the fact that Arkansas's offensive line wore down a little bit and BYU's defensive front seemed to get stronger towards the end. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a couple things that go into that. One, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot all night. Uh, sure. You know, I, I, <laughs> there's a little bit of a bogus uh, offensive P.I. call that killed a drive, uh, you know, when you're driving, and, and some other ones that, uh, you know, we're iffy, but we are who we are with that many penalty yarded, yards. And I think what you saw is you allowed a team that shouldn't have stayed in the game with you to get that confidence and get that momentum and – that's what you want to do as a team that's an underdog and a team that shouldn't be on the field with you. Uh, you want to have that chance in the fourth quarter. And I felt more so that their energy level uh, was raised and ours just kind of, you know, it, I felt like we tightened up like we have in the last couple of years uh, in these close games. And, and we started making a lot of mental mistakes. And, uh, you know, it's just a team that's not playing very cohesive right now. And, and I think it's uh, – I feel like everybody's a little confused, the O-line, even some of the receivers, and and especially at the quarterback position. Uh, And then maybe even up to the coaches. Uh, You know, why in the world uh, does A.J. Green only get nine carries? Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, it's just something's off right now. I don't know what it is, but it's it's the same struggles that we've had really the last two or three years. So, Landon, I'm sorry. I got distracted, so if you answered this question, I'm really sorry to ask it. Uh, but I, I had to leave there for just a minute. So when you say you, you let a team, uh, let them get back in the game, did you refer it all to the fourth and one? Would you, would you have gone for it? Would you have run a different play, or would you have punted it? <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't have run that play. Uh, we've seen what we've done last year and the early this year. Uh, in that, uh, again, I've mentioned it so many times, and I really thought that we would do this this year. I don't understand why you don't put two tight ends or even two extra offensive linemen, get behind your 250-pound quarterback and, and shove him forward for a half yeah, a yard. There's you. no one thank in the you. country that can yeah. stop that. Yeah, uh, I agree. That being said, yes, I would have gone for it, but that's what I would be doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I understand also the you know consensus with some people is that Let's try and pin them back deep, and and uh, defense is playing well. But you know your your punters shanked to already tonight, so uh, you know it, it's kind of dinged if you do, dinged if you don't in that situation. But uh, you know definitely, I don't understand these coaches that continue to hand the ball off four and five yards deep when it's fourth and you know two feet. A man after my own heart. <laughs> 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 well. We we have definitely um, we've discussed that over the last yeah, few days. I, I, yeah. th- well, actually, this started Saturday night with me, Rick, oh, on yeah, the right. uh, yeah, first security start. Yeah, on the first security fifth quarter post game show. <laughs> I've, been, I've been talking about that particular well, play for hey, quite a while. It started even earlier on the post game show, where usually <laughs> Nary has heard a discouraging word. Gino Bell even brought up, "I don't understand why they didn't snap the ball from under center. <laughs> why he wasn't yeah. under center." Yeah. Well, and and I will say something. You know, I don't like it, but I don't understand the excuse of the bear front either. No, uh, no. from Coach Pittman. No, uh, because every defense in the in the world runs that defense on fourth and short. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can't yeah, look, but you get in those lower stances and you dive forward, and right. if they take your knees out, you still got linemen behind you now that are allowed to push. I understand if you couldn't push from behind, but like you used to not be able to, but now there's no way to stop that play. Do you think the Philadelphia Eagles faced a bear front any time last year? <laughs> <laughs> Probably once or twice for sure. Every every gap is going to be filled. That's every right. gap right. is going to be filled. Go straight forward, and if you can't, you're right, and then somebody pushes you. That's it. Well, I got I got like Emery and Harris. I got several candidates. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah, that you could put back there to add some extra mm, to the uh, to the push uh, concerning the quarterback. Um, so much now. This is this is another, and it really gets to a degree. And pardon the pun, almost touchy subject, but so much. One of the questions that was asked of Sam Pittman yesterday was about KJ Jefferson, that he didn't look the same 
out there. There were a couple of opportunities that he basically passed up on uh, just basically ducking his shoulder and going forward. Uh, our, he said he was banged up. Sam used that phrase, banged up. And Rick made a great point a few, well, it's been more than a few minutes ago, but he made a great point that uh, this could be a situation where banged up is very little and banged up could mean a lot. What are your thoughts on KJ? Do you do you feel like maybe there is a little bit something there with he being quote banged up? They there very well could be, uh, you know. But but I've kind of seen it all year, and it's, uh, it's almost like uh, he's going out of his way to protect himself, and and uh, that's not that's not who KJ is as a football player, and that's not uh, you know what's going to make him at his best. Um, and what what I don't like about it is, you know, I've, I've never understood that myself. I mean, I know that he's got a career, you know, after college, but you're out there with your teammates. I was a guy that always believed, put my body on the line, whatever I've got to do for my team. And I'm not saying he's not doing that. There might be some other things going on, but what I'm getting at is if he's unable to do that and be the KJ that we need him to be and that, that he has been in the past, you're in the best situation you've ever been at with the backup quarterback position. So if he can't do the things that we need him to do to physically. win things up Physi- or whatever. Physically. Correct. Okay. Correct. If he's not if he's unable to do those things physically that that we need out of K J Jefferson, then, you know, is he the guy that should be out there in those situations? Um and so again, I don't know what he's got going on, uh, but I mean, he, I didn't see him limping around. I didn't see, I don't know if it's a shoulder that's banged up, and it very well could be, you know, a non-throwing shoulder type of thing. So, in that sense, maybe uh, maybe he is the right guy out there. I just, <clears throat> K.J. Jefferson's at his best when he's running the football and getting that little arrogant cockiness about him when he runs a guy over, and then, mm-hmm. then he seems to really take off. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk with uh, Megs. Megs, good afternoon. Welcome to QB time. Hey, Randy. Uh, it's only my second time calling, but I've listened to you guys for about, I guess, 10 years or so. Wow. I, well, I don't want to beat a dead horse to death, but I just wonder if Pittman ever did explain the reasoning for the fourth and one bad call. No, he didn't. Everybody, everybody in the country said, what in the world, you know, and just he, like he y'all said, now explain yeah, uh, He said because of the defensive formation, because they were in a bear. That's why they that's why they were back. That was his explanation. As okay. we've explained tonight, you see that every time and so Well maybe maybe okay. I, I think uh, I think the original question, Rick, was why did you not go underneath center? Yeah, right. Right. I, I mean that, that's, that's how he answered it. That's how okay. he answered it. Okay. Was was because they were in a bear, which means they had them outnumbered, but as we've explained, any time you go for fourth and one, you're going to be outnumbered unless you want to throw a deep pass. That, that's well, the only – you're going to be outnumbered. Uh, may I say something? Just, you know, if you hand of the, the ball off several yards deep in the backfield yeah. and you only got a half yard to go, I don't see yeah. any logic in that. And then, yeah. two, a last question I'll get off the phone is, why aren't more adjustments made during the game when, you know, it looks like we're we're fighting for desperation because I think – I, I honestly thought we were going to lose this game, you know, because we just weren't, after getting a 14-point lead, we just seemed to go into, like, we've got this, you know, and you can't do that. Good point. Thank you, Megs. Okay. Adjustments. What are, what are you seeing there? I, this, let me Let me ask this first, though, Landon, before you even address that. Is Dan Enos being a little bit hard-headed that we are going to run my offense. I think most offensive coordinators, the quality offensive coordinators, they build the offense around the playmaker or playmakers. And well, you should see that this is not the best offense right now for K.J. Jefferson, and I'm not sure how many others on offense. It's not the best offense for them. Yeah, and, and I understand. I agree with this isn't the best offense probably for KJ, uh, but I do believe that this is offense that Pittman has wanted to get to since he's been here. Uh, he's talked for forever about wanting to run a lot of 12 personnel, uh, and he's been, you know, wanting to be more of a, a play-action type team. 
And so I think that there's, you know, you got the head coach and then you've got the OC and this is what was installed because that's that's who he wanted to come. And then, you know, I think they sold KJ on, hey, let's, let's run a more of a pro-style offense. Let's uh, increase your draft stock and this is how we're going to do it. And so now you've gone and you spent spring and now and then, uh, you know, fall camp installing this offense. It, it's kind of hard to, to change now. Now, what you can do and what I would like to see is uh, I would like to see us go back to a lot more of the RPO, uh, you know, the run-pass option. And uh, those are things that are easy to install because it, it, it's still your run game. Uh, and then it's just uh, you're just tagging things on the back end and letting your quarterback, again, get into those easy reads. And then, you know, if you get into those second mediums, those second and shorts, then you can start taking those shots. You can max protect out of it and take a shot down the field. Uh but the other thing, this doesn't look like a Dan Enos offense to me. Nothing. It doesn't look anything like I've ever seen him run at, at any of his stops. Uh, you don't see the, the crossing routes. You don't see the drag routes. You don't see, you know, attacking the middle of the field uh, other than, you know, some post routes. And so that's why I was saying when I started, I'm, I'm re- not really sure what it is we're trying to accomplish hmm. on the offensive side of the ball right now. And then the other thing that, I mentioned it last week, and it, and it makes absolutely zero sense. And I, There's got to be more to it, but you're letting him play special teams. Why, If you're having trouble getting open, why is Isaiah Satania not in the slot, creating those mismatches, getting the ball in his hands, and letting him go? Uh, he's, he's shown what he can do with the ball in his hand. Okay, you tell me that he's dropped some balls. Well, <laughs> 13, I think, dropped four in the last two games. They say that Broden drops balls. He played 20 think 27 snaps last week and dropped a ball in the game uh so i'm just not understanding what we're doing there um and uh you know i like wilson but i like him more as an outside receiver than i do in the slot and uh the is the the perfect tailor-made slot receiver you know a 510 511 guy he's like a, a cooper cup type you know slot guy and, and when you're struggling to get open i don't understand why he's not being used more I hate to correct you, but his name is T.J. Hammonds. That's his name. Let's talk to uh, Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Lake, you're, you're opening my eyes, and I, what you're saying is true. Uh, our quarterback doesn't have the system down, and he, if there is no system, how can he get it down? Uh, but my other thing is, is, how come you don't have a possession receiver running possession routes and you deep threats and your post your speed like the Satania guy that's sitting on the bench running the the long? Seems like if a man can return a punt or catch a kick, he can sure uh, catch the long the long ball for sure. Uh, I'll, so, I'll hang up listening. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, and, and actually Armstrong and Tesla are two of the fastest players on our team. Um, so, you know, but but I don't see us attacking. I don't think it's not that, you know, we've got the guys running the route. It's, they're not running those routes. We're not running the go routes, the comeback routes. Um, you know, we're running either a post or a dig or a curl, basically. So those are mid-level routes, and, and we're not – taking any shots, so we didn't scare the defense, so they were able to play in that single safety high, which, mm-hmm. again, creates matchups uh, for the defense against the run game. So, um, you know, I, I don't know, again, what we're doing there, uh, because you've got to take some shots to open things up, for sure. When you have the complexities of this type of offense, which, again, we're, we're trying to make it into something, but why are you trying to make it difficult on areas of question? And what I mean by that is, why don't you do quick things instead of trying to go to these timing aspects when, you're, when your offensive line is beat up and there's question marks there? Why do you try to make them go into a pro system where they've got – I mean, it, when you said earlier, KJ's got 2.9 seconds to throw the football – I, I would. I didn't believe you. I'm not sure. I still believe you now, uh, even though you said it, Landon, because it just doesn't seem like this is the kind of offensive right, line right now you want to 
trust them to be able to hold up to blitzes, edge rushers, all that, and prolong blocks. And there has been some movement on the offensive line in the run game. There's been cases where the backs haven't hit the right holes. But nevertheless, is this not asking too much of this offensive line right now to try to run this type of scheme? Well, I think that it would would help them in the run game, if, again, if we got back to more of that RPO system because then now you're just reading that, that edge defender that's right. getting in the box and able to stop the run a little more. Uh, and now you can pull it and throw that slant route or little hook route, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I would absolutely love to see that a lot more in this offense. Um, and I'd love to see uh, more of the deep shots. But, but those are the – until we start doing some of that and – and again, KJ could be dropping the ball off. There's people open just about every play. You know, if it's if it's just a little swing route or uh, flat route, whatever. If we take those on first and second down, now the defense has to adjust. The problem is we're getting in so many third and eight, third and nine, third and tens. They're able to pin their ears back and just come on and come at us. Um, so, but yes, to answer your question, yes, I would love to see us with uh, a lot more of the RPO quick game, but also the screen game. Uh, now, if you're going to get in the screen game, though, you've got to be able to, to force them to blitz you some, and that's why I like to see the deep balls, because uh, it's, it's pointless to to uh, screen when they're only rushing four. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the quick game, uh, especially with KJ, because when he gets the ball out of his hands quickly, that's when he's at his best. I'm glad we solved all the problems, right? <laughs> right, Landon? No, we just That's right. didn't solve them. <laughs> At least we That's feel true. like we did. Huh? Yes, we feel like we did. There you go. Thanks, Rick. All right, Landon, we'll talk with you next week. That's QB time with Landon Leach. If you'd love to sponsor that this particular segment, contact our marketing department. We'd love to have you sponsor QB time with Landon Leach. Drive Time Sports will continue. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Bruce James every Tuesday morning this fall on Morning Mayhem. Bruce will break down each game, the opponent and the Razorback program, the only way he knows how, and that's with no punches pulled. Bruce James with David, Roger, and Justin on Morning Mayhem presented by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, your home for all commercial truck service and repair. Family owned and operated, keeping your fleet vehicles out of the shop and on the road. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Give them a call at 568-2185. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right. And like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information. Sponsored by Baptist Health. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Pickup truck. Sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. 
which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Hopefully in a moment we'll be joined by Andrew Chambly. First, I want to talk to you about my friends from Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. They have an all-star lineup of both commercial and residential equipment whether you're talking gasoline, diesel engines, and then a wide variety of zero-turn mowers all the way from Kubota to Spartan to Bobcat. So they've got a comprehensive line with tons of options, able to fit you like a glove. That is what Hennard will provide to you as a consumer. And then combine that with not only the gasoline or the diesel engines, they have the zero-turn Greenworks mowers, both residential and commercial. And that means they are the leader in the battery-powered Greenworks industry. So take advantage of all these great options. Financing is available with approved credit. And just like everything else at Henner's Foothills Equipment, service, they service what they sell and have an unmatched reputation for service after the sale. 1920 South Main Street in Searcy, Henner's Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer, no matter where you live. And let me look at this, and that is where it is. He stands six foot six and comes in at 300 pounds. He's from Maumill, and now he's on the offensive line for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It's time to chop it up with Andrew Chambly on Drive Time Sports, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If we don't have it, you probably don't need it. Well, Andrew, my first question for you today is how are you feeling? It looked like it was cramps. I think that uh, even Coach Pittman has referenced that you had cramps towards the end of the game. How are you, my friend? I'm very well. Uh, yes, sir. It was, a, it was a cramp in my quad, but uh, we worked it out. Got a great trainer, so I'm back and healthy. And you didn't miss many plays, did you? You got back in the game, correct? No, sir, I didn't. I missed. Oh, the, you did not. Okay, the, sorry. I, sorry. I think I missed like the last 30, 40 seconds of the game. Okay. All right. Well, that's not bad. That's no. not bad at all. No, but you know, because of the cramps and other things, it, it, once again, you all had to juggle uh, different people at different positions. Is that difficult in your continuity when you have to do that on the offensive line? Just a little bit. I mean. Um, Sometimes I go from left to right, so I, I, I can understand just moving around and everything, but it's, it's a little difficult at sometimes, especially late in a game like that. Andrew, what did the defense of BYU show you that you, as a offensive line, that you were not expecting? Uh, definitely uh, some, uh, I would say, uh, some pass, pass pro stuff. Uh, number 92, he's a great player, you know. 
he's a specialty in uh, rushing the court or rushing the quarterback. You know, getting the QB uh, hurries and stuff like that. So just a little bit on my past pro game. And what'd you learn from it? Oh, uh, playing with my hands better and uh, uh, staying a lot lighter on my feet, especially like when they start to counter and things like that. So I've been working a, a lot harder on that during practice this week. I think the aspect that surprised me, and it wasn't really either a scheme or technique or otherwise, I was surprised at their speed that they had on the edge. Those guys were talented. They could move, could they not? Yes, sir, they could. Definitely their ball get-off was excellent, you know. But uh, going against the players we do every day, I mean, it, it was nothing that we haven't seen before. What to call game speed, right? Right. <laughs> Always good. Glad to have game speed. So after the first loss, how have practices been, and how's your preparation for LSU? Practice is going very well, you know. Uh, teams getting closer. And uh, preparation for LSU is going very well. You know, we're uh, for an office, working on line games and line keys like like that. So, is this and, go ahead, as, Rick. Good as, as good as BYU's defensive front was on Saturday? You got to figure LSU's is going to be better, don't you? Oh yeah, they're definitely probably be the best defensive line we'll see all year. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask you what what are you expecting? from that defensive line of LSU? Uh, definitely a lot of strength, and they play hard uh, all the way through the play. So just just the, just the strain for us on the offensive line is going to be very key this weekend. You know, a couple of weeks ago, they lose to Florida State, and everybody thought, well, they're not very good. Now they've won two in a row, and they look pretty good. Does that does that encourage your team as you look at what, what one loss certainly doesn't make it a bad season? Oh, for sure. Uh, one loss is it's just one loss. I mean, it happens. You know, the best team doesn't always win. You know, but um, I mean, LSU has a has a good team. We have a good team as well. But it it just proves us that they don't respect us enough to go in their house and beat them. So it it definitely has a chip on their shoulder. From a mental aspect, does this help, Andrew, going into a game knowing you're playing a Big time SEC uh, opponent. Can you repeat that? No, from a from a edge, a mental edge. Does it does it help motivate you knowing that you're going into this game against a quality SEC opponent? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, yes, yes, sir. It does. Well, the reason why I ask that it's no disrespect towards BYU. No respect to Kent State or Western Carolina. But when you mention LSU, that's big-time football. Oh, yeah, SEC play now is we got to focus <laughs> yeah. up and get to the get the good things, you know, start start working on the good things and fix the little things. Well, that's what excites me is now you know there's no more – there can be no more excuses – uh, we didn't have the edge, and I'm not saying you've said that, but I'm just saying we didn't have the edge, or we didn't. We know this was not a SEC opponent. It's now time to line them up because Andrew, I'm, I'm sure it's one game at a time right now, but we all are guilty at, at looking a little bit down the road, my friend. You get to line them up right now. You get four games in a row that are outside the state of Arkansas. And they they say Arkansas will be the home team for the game in Arlington against A&M, but it's still in Arlington, Texas. But doesn't it kind of excite you, on the other hand, to know that you really hold kind of like this season in the palm of your hand with these next four upcoming games? Oh, yes, sir. It's definitely an excitement, you know. Uh, being able to step on the field with some some great players in the SEC, you know, and and just being able to go compete with them, you know, me being very young, I I get to go show showcase what I can do as, at a young age, and you know, what I what I will be able to do once I get older, you know. What's the loudest crowd you've ever played in front of? Oh, um, I'm not gonna lie, the. The Bama game we had last year, 
it was very loud, especially in the third quarter when things started to turn around. So I'll probably have to say the Bama game last year. Alabama game last year, which was actually at Fayetteville. So I know they're playing loud music and everything. How does, does a crowd disrupt what you're doing? Because the LSU crowd is probably going to be the loudest you, you face on the road. Oh, uh, no. I mean, it, it has a big key of it. Definitely like snap count and stuff like that. But we've been working with the loud, loud sound at practice, crowd music and stuff like that. So we'll be ready. Are, are most of your signals hand signals, or, or do you rely on any kind of vocal signals in an environment like that? Uh, so we get the play from the sideline, so uh, we communicate it on the field with the players. So. I was going to ask you, do you use earplugs? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> well, uh, okay, maybe not while you're playing the game, but you might want to put the earplugs in when you go to the sidelines and um, uh, that way you can cut out some of the chatter that uh, is going to be there uh, at Death Valley on um, Saturday night. One thing that was said this this past week by Coach Pittman, he may have said it on Saturday. I know he said it in his Monday press conference. A lot of guys are, he, he said several guys, are in cast. Are they actual in in physical cast, or are their hands just so taped up that they really can't bend them and they can't grab or reach out and be able to hold on uh, to the defender? How is the overall then health, uh, Andrew, of the offensive line? Uh, so some of our players have soft cast on. Um, so it, it's kind of like a, a hard cast, but they make it here at the facility, so they mold it to, to your hands and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we got a couple guys like that right now, so uh, they can't do it, all, all the things they want to with their hands. That has to be difficult, is it not? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, <clears throat> as an offensive alignment, you, you have hand games on every play. So it, it probably definitely is a lot more difficult for them. There was a player last year for LSU that we had not heard of until oh gosh. that particular game. Yep. And now we know him well, so to speak. Harold Perkins. I understand they've moved him more, though, to a linebacker than they have as a down lineman, but yet they say they have another guy that's uber-talented as much as Harold Perkins. Uh, what do you know about some of the assignments that you might be facing individually, Andrew, for you in particular? Uh, so their DNs are uh, excellent. You know, uh, great ball get off. Very, very athletic. And then, of course, Perkins, you know, he, he's a great player. Young. Um, just they just fly around. That's that's the big thing for them. They fly around and they key the ball. Do they blitz much? Uh Yes, sir. They do. They they bliss about thirty percent of thirty percent of the game. I didn't realize they blitzed that much. Hmm. Is that a high percentage for an opponent? Thirty percent. Yes, sir. Okay. I didn't realize they blitzed that much. All right, Andrew. We're out of time. Continue success, my friend. Drink plenty of fluids, and uh, go get them down in Death Valley. Thank you, Andrew. Yes, sir. Thank you. But tell him, don't drink what the LSU fans drink. (laughs) Well, this is the ones when you definitely say, don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's right. All right. That's Andrew Chambly. Thanks to Johnston's Home Center. We'll come back and wrap it up in just one moment. Drive Time Sports will continue in just a moment. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. 
percent for 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate for QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around. So I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends. Emmett's got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. The pain's holding you back. Maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life. What are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Rick, this uh, was earlier today, and uh, they say it's the greatest imitation. You uh, you missed it. Uh, it is time. <laughs> the, the power. You know, uh, Justin, did you know the pirate and I are, are going to be doing, doing a podcast? We're doing a podcast now. Did you know that? Ooh. Of course, <laughs> I knew. Hello, Randy. I'm doing it alongside you. Yes, me and DB is DB. the name of it. Yeah, me and DB. <laughs> of course, I knew. He knows it. It is. You got dueling darts. Come along. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Hey, we had double R, yeah, but nice to see you at the Touchdown Club yesterday. I'm so glad you're living in Little Rock. Great to be there. Did you notice my extra starched butt shirt? Yeah, butt shirt and the hat, you matching colors. And my hat. (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, my Lord. I was looking (laughs) down. I love the red beans and rice. That was a great meal. And... The P. <laughs> Roger, pass the P. It is double R, the Roger Scott Radio Network. I saw it all, and I saw Attorney General <laughs> Leslie Rutledge, who was also one of your speakers in the first touchdown club. <laughs> no, geez, she was not a speaker. She's just a t- she's a member. She's a member. Double she, R. Laura Rutledge, <laughs> an esteemed member <laughs> of oh, the Little Rock. Touchdown club. Oh, my gosh. And it is great to be a citizen of 
Little Rock now. <laughs> yes, it is. Brought the alpacas, <laughs> all the dogs, <laughs> and the Care Bears. It is for the Care. Okay. Wow. How do you retort that? I mean, it's uh, I, they didn't do that with me on there, believe me, but golly. Uh, so you guys are going to do a podcast, huh? You and David? Yes, we are. You can go right now to... Daily? Uh, to Drive Time Sports. There is, uh, I guess you call it edition number one. We yeah. will have another one for this week. And well, What do you uh, talk about? Uh, a lot of different subjects. Uh, obviously, we do talk about Arkansas football. That's one thing. And, yeah. And uh, may have to dedicate one complete... Uh, Segment to uh, Justin Moore and Roger Scott. I'm not sure. Oh, they're on there too. <laughs> no, they're not. But uh, <laughs> we have to discuss them in depth as well. But oh. uh, yeah, we're looking forward to doing it. It's I'm really excited about it. Okay. So whew, let's talk to Jake. Roger and <laughs> Roger was excited about it. So was Justin. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Really? I'm so excited about your new podcast. I can't wait. I got it, it, it's going to be the Rogers Scott Radio Network. <laughs> hey, Rick. Hey, Randy. How you guys doing, man? <laughs> doing great, Jake. Hey, let me tell you, it, it, sorry to say this word, I don't know anything here, but it sucks driving west from South Carolina all the way into the sun all afternoon. I'm glad it finally went down. Well, yeah. Um, I'll be driving straight into it. I've got good sunglasses, and it's still just blinding. But, hey, here here's my thing. Um, let I, I don't – I think KJ's a great quarterback. I still think he's as good of a quarterback as we thought he was before the season. Yeah. And I think he can run this offense. But here's the thing. He needs to be able to be let free when it breaks down and do his own thing. And I don't think they're allowing him to do that. I think he can run this offense perfectly fine. And anybody that says Katie does not have an arm is not watching football. Because that dude can sling it. He can sling the ball. Like, I mean, he's got a great, great arm. Okay? But when it breaks down, let him do his thing. Okay? If, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But that's how he plays. Another thing I want to see is, you know, in the NFL, the tight ends, you know where they get most of their yards? Slants. Yeah. Crossing routes. Mm-hmm. Mid-depth. You, you throw a crossing route, you know, you throw, you, you throw a five-yard in with a tight end, all of a sudden he's matched up against the linebacker. Mismatch. He catches it, finds the gap, and he's gone. It's worked for... You know, 30 years now. Why are we not doing that? And why are we not using Titania like Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Because yeah. he's got well, that you, kind of talent. You can ask I mean, that. Now they they so are the one that, that's what in. I want to... Maybe not the I'm crossing sorry, routes. They are, they're They're not running the crossing routes, but they are throwing to the tight end. I mean, they, they have done that. Yeah, I'll I, I, I give you that. Yes, yes, sir. I'll give you that, Rick. I, absolutely. But, but I want to see some... You know what? Even those will open up a running game. So, I mean, it, it, it's not that hard. All, you just I don't care if we dink and dunk. I do not care as long as it works. I just want it to work. And it seems like something is just not clicking and not working. Make it work, man. Let KJ do his thing when it breaks down. Otherwise, run the offense. And here's another thing I want to see. We used to call it the flag route when I was in school. Now they call it the corner post, where you run like a fade corner, and then at the last second you cut in to the center of the field. They call it a corner post. You guys know what I'm talking about? We're, corner, we haven't, corner post, we haven't sure. ran that. We haven't ran that route at all that I know of. I, I've watched every single game. I, I don't. I haven't seen it. But it seems to be very, very effective, especially if you can get behind the safety. So why are we not utilizing that? If Dan Enos is a pro style, that's what the pros are doing right now. They call it the corner post. Anyway, slants, 
crossing routes, corner post. Like KJ <laughs> do his thing. You guys give me your thoughts on that. Love the show. Love you guys as always. And go Hogs. Thank you, Jake. Anything that gets the ball out of the quarterback's hands a little quicker probably is uh, going to be important. I think, and slants obviously can do that. Um, you got to make sure you've cleared the linebackers when you do that, or or if the linebackers covering a receiver, that's okay. But you know, slants seem to work for a lot of teams, and you pick up five, six, seven, eight yards almost automatically as soon as the ball is caught. This is a this is a a very good one from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Yeah. Uh, from William and Bryant, he says, wait, they say Isaiah dropped balls uh, running wide receiver, but he gets to catch punts. Yeah, right. Even harder, another coach yeah. excuse. Yeah, I, I agree. And if he's dropping him in practice, you still got to give him a chance in the game. I don't think he's dropped. What's he only caught two or three passes, and they've been short passes, so I don't think he's dropped anything in the game yet. No. No, I don't understand what's going on. But either. All right, let's squeeze in. Uh, Brad, Brad, good afternoon. Uh, Randy, you seem to have quite the fan base, my friend. <laughs> uh, I, let me tell you, this Tiger Bait guy, he's probably listening now. Listen, I had to talk Justin down this morning. <laughs> that was great. I really did. He went, he went ballistic on that guy. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. So, so he's not banned from all the shows, huh? So what to say, just man? Ours. I mean, it's going to happen. Trash talk goes back and forth, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got. It's just the fact that, man. Okay, tell me this: How many times, besides that fifty-three yard run, did you see an actual lane for those runners to run in? There was very few after there that. Were some. Very there were few, some. absolutely. There were very few after and that. I, yeah. but there were some. Wow. Dom Dom John, Dom Dom Johnson got one, and it seemed like Rashad had another one that was about eight, seven, eight yards. But uh, now you have to forgive Rick and I from our angles in the press box. Sometimes it's very difficult for us to tell right, right. precisely how big a hole is there. Right, you gotta have you gotta have the right angle to actually just see that thing open up. It's 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 amazing, but when it doesn't happen, it's it's, it's terrible, absolutely terrible. Brad, we gotta but, run. Uh, Thank you, my friend. Okay, y'all take care. The wild things are coming up next. Stay right here for Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty Spay and Neuter Your Pet for the Buzz Radio Network. So long, everybody. Man, you are one pathetic loser. (laughs) We know it, and we're proud of it. 103.7 The Buzz. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive.